Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. To the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And the driving jam time! The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught! Touchdown! Kansas City! Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. And a very pleasant Sunday morning. Welcome in to the legendary sports on a Sunday morning. Joe Pod in for Tom Ackerman this week at the Stiefel Sports Studio. We're at Bush Stadium here as we get set for a final game between the Cards and the Reds. And the final game of this homestand, the Cards are going to go out on a long road trip. They'll go out west to San Diego and L.A. In fact, I think that's where our regular host is posted up. He's out on the West Coast, so he's going to get a chance to see some Cardinals baseball, I think, as he is out there uh, this week as well. We've got a lot of fun stuff to come here on Sports on a Sunday morning this week. Of course, as you know, we'll talk some Cardinals baseball. We'll talk a lot of it, as a matter of fact. Coming up in our second segment, we'll visit with the Cards manager, Oliver Marmel. Uh, also in this uh, 10 o'clock hour, we'll talk to, uh, uh, we'll talk to St. Louis University Athletic Director Chris May this morning. It's uh, going to be homecoming week coming up here at St. Louis University. We'll get a uh, check-in with Nick Ragone. In fact, he visited with Tom Ackerman earlier this week as they wrap things up on the Ascension Charity Classic, which took place last week. Uh, In the 11 o'clock hour, we're going to visit with Nate Gatter to start things off in our 11 o'clock hour. And Nate will call the uh, St. Louis City 2 game later today right here on Camo X. They'll play their final regular season game this evening. It's a 6 o'clock kickoff over at SIUE, and he will call that 
Uh, so we'll talk to Nate a little bit about that. We'll also check in, of course, with the Cards general manager, John Mozalak for his weekly chat with us here on Sports on a Sunday Morning. We've got some other stuff to get to as well, so we've got a lot to do. It's going to be fun. Glad you're staying with us. Glad you're with me this morning here on Sports on a Sunday Morning from Bush Stadium. Yesterday, a good one for the Redbirds as they took on the Reds in a pair of games here at Bush Stadium and, uh, man, probably got uh, as good as they could have asked from their starters yesterday. Certainly uh, more than maybe they expected from their starters yesterday. In game number one, taking on the Reds, they got a big swing of the bat in the third inning from the Cards catcher, Yadier Molina. Yadi with a long drive to left field. Back at the track, this ball is gone. Yadier Molina with a two-run homer. Yadier Molina golfed one in the left field into the bleachers just over the Dobbs Tire and Auto sign. And he didn't miss any of that one as he points to the crowd as he comes to home plate. So now with the Cardinals with two more runs in the inning, they now have a 5-0 lead over the Cincinnati Reds in game one of two this afternoon and this evening. As I mentioned, though, probably more importantly yesterday, certainly in that first game, was the work of the Cards starter. Play depth with nobody out in the top of the fifth inning as Hudson is ready. His pitch. Strike call. Hudson gets his third strikeout. Dakota Hudson just back from the minor leagues. Of course, he went down to kind of get better and keep himself in shape, preparing for this very start yesterday, and he did not disappoint. Dakota Hudson goes eight yesterday, gives up a single unearned run, six hits, He struck out five. He walked two. And coming out of a game on Friday night in which the Cardinals used a good number of bullpen guys, that, again, was the best they could have asked for yesterday. Andre Pallante finished out the game, pitching a scoreless ninth inning as the Cards went at 5-1. to Then in game number two, well, this was a pitcher's duel from the start between Jose Quintana, the left-hander for the Redbirds, and the right-hander, Hunter Green. They couldn't be two uh, more different styles, but they were both doing their thing yesterday. As his next delivery is on the way. Swing and a miss, and India goes down on strikes. A 1-2-3 inning for Jose Quintana. We go to the bottom of the third. No score in St. Louis. Jose Quintana striking out batters, keeping the Reds off the scoreboard. But as I said, Hunter Green doing the same. A swing and a miss. A fastball at 101 strikes out Paul Goldschmidt. That's 11 strikeouts. This one went to the 11th last night. The final game of the doubleheader to the 11th. A scoreless game. The Cards load the bases in the 11th inning against Fernando Cruz of the Cincinnati Reds. Andrew Kisner, of course, he started the inning on second base. Brendan Donovan walked. Tommy Edmond laid down a really nice bunt to load the bases. He ended up reaching. He was trying to sacrifice. He reaches, and then it's Paul Goldschmidt with the bases loaded. Goldschmidt is trying to put the ball in play here to win the game. The 1-2 pitch on the way. A swing and a ground ball to the third baseman. The throw comes. Oh, it hit the runner. Kisner scores. Game over. A Redbird winner. The throw hit Kisner, and he scored. The home plate umpire, Chad Fairchild, extended his arms, and the Cardinals win one to nothing on the throw from Spencer Steer. 
That's how it ended last night in the 11th. Cards sweep the doubleheader. one nothing. the final in game number two. We'll take our first break here on Sports on a Sunday Morning. When we come back, Cards manager Oliver Marmel, and we'll talk more about yesterday, but also this week as the uh, Cardinals finish out this homestand. We're coming back. It's Sports on a Sunday Morning right here on Camo X. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday Morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Joe Pot back with you on sports on a Sunday morning in for Tom Ackerman this week from Bush Stadium where the Cardinals are going to try to finish off a series with the Reds and win four out of five. And without any further ado, we welcome in the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. That is Oliver Marmel. Glad to have you this morning, uh, Skip. And I know it's a lot better to wake up on a Sunday morning after a pair of wins, isn't it? It's a it's a lot easier. Everything tastes better when when you win two in one day. It's uh, it feels good. So I want to take you back actually uh, to the middle of the week. Of course, on Wednesday night you had the historic night here at Bush Stadium, and it was Adam Wainwright and it was Yadier Molina. They were making their three hundred twenty fifth start together, and. I don't think that you can overplay what kind of accomplishment this is for two all-time great, not just Cardinals players, but Major League Baseball players. No doubt. It, it was an incredible evening. Um, I'm glad we got to celebrate and be a part of it. This is a, when you really think about what took place, 325 stars together. This is a record that, in, in a lot of people's opinion, won't ever be touched again. And um, the longevity of their career, their commitment to the organization, both ways, and um, to be that good for that long is, is incredible. So uh, we were able to get together after in the clubhouse and, and have a little toast to, to the and just celebrate what took place. But it was a, a special night for sure. Adam Wainwright, after the game, was talking about kind of balancing that accomplishment with the task at hand and, of course, the bigger picture of getting to the postseason and advancing in the postseason and, and, and kind of spoke and complimented you, the coaches, and the organization for just kind of how that's been handled and, and how there is that balance between, yes, we want to celebrate this accomplishment, but we know that there's work to be done. And that really kind of permeates this lineup, doesn't it? It, it really does. Our, our first filter with every decision we make is, is it going to get us a, a step closer to winning a championship. And the, the beautiful part about all of this is, while we're chasing these records individually, uh, they're they're helping us win. So when you look at what Albert's doing and the questions always, how do you balance playing Albert and, and winning? And well, well, he's helping us win, so it makes it super easy. Uh, all the home runs he's hitting are meaningful home runs that are allowing us to get back into a game, to tie up the ball game, to give us the lead. Um, so while yes, we're, we're chasing um, certain aspects of, of records and, and 700. I mean. These guys are helping us win every day. So that's, that's been the fun part about it. Yesterday, a couple of guys that certainly uh, helped you win were your starting pitchers. You get eight <laughs> innings each from Dakota Hudson and Jose Quintana. And, and obviously in game number one, I mean, that was uh, just about what the doctor ordered, wasn't it? Oh, gosh, yeah. Dak did a phenomenal job. Um, on the ground a ton, just pounded the strike zone, uh, one to one one count, leadoff man out. Seven out of eight innings, uh, he was just super efficient. Sinker played really nicely with the slider. I mean, that that was uh, the Dak that we, we've been waiting to see. 
and he worked quickly. Um, he went down, and I'll tell you this, when we brought him into the office and told him what the plan was to option him and then get us, get him back up here for the doubleheader, um, he took it like a pro, and he went down there and went, went to work, and uh, yesterday was a, an amazing outing for him. I've been super impressed with the way that multiple guys have, have kind of gone about their business. Obviously, Paul DeYoung being top of that list, who, who was sent down early in the year, went down there and, uh, again, just took care of his business so that when he was recalled, and we knew he was going to be recalled, when he was recalled, he was ready to contribute immediately at the big league level. And there are several instances of that this year. There has been. And you, you never want, want it to get to that point where you're optioning the guy that's been – um, able to produce at this level, but we've had it happen several times this year, and the guys have handled it well. Um, the communication is, man, you're, you're part of the big picture here, and we want you to get right in order to help us down the last stretch and in the playoffs, um, and we need to do whatever that looks like in order to get you there. And uh, these guys have been really professional about it and gone down there, and it's easy to go down there and sulk and then kind of throw a little pity party, but the, the reality is they, they've gone down there and uh, kept their head down and just gone to work. So uh, it's worked out well. Cards manager Oliver Marmel with us here on Sports on a Sunday Morning. Joe Pot in for Tom Ackerman here this morning. And uh, Jose Quintana, I don't want to forget what he did because he also gives you eight innings yesterday in the nightcap, which turns out to be maybe even more important because you play a few extra innings uh, last night. But he said after the game last night that may have been his best outing of the year, period. No doubt. I mean, Q was phenomenal. Um what he was able to do establishing that fastball in on that right-handed lineup. They threw a heavy righty lineup at us and, uh, man, broke bats inside, uh, established in, sinker down. It allowed the other pitches to curve on the change up the play. But um, you can just see just the tempo of it, the aggressiveness, the, the overall demeanor and poise was, uh, was awesome to watch. And, of course, last night late, uh, Stephen Matz comes back. He said that he had uh, woken up in Des Moines, Iowa yesterday with the AAA team, uh, got in the car, drove to St. Louis, and here he is uh, to pick up the win late in that game last night. But you now have a lot of options and maybe some decisions when it comes to this rotation over the last couple of weeks of the regular season as you prepare for the postseason. Does that make your job easier or is that tougher? No, it's um, it's just part of the gig and one that we we welcome. Anytime you have tough mm-hmm. decisions, it means you have a lot of good players and you have to figure out what's going to be best to, to move forward. And we're in that situation right now where we do have a, a decent amount of arms that are starting to come back and we have to figure out um, where to slot each guy and where they fit and make sure that we're communicating their role clearly and expectations are, are met. But um, no, it's a good problem to have, I'll tell you that. And it gives you some flexibility, quite honestly, doesn't it? It does because uh, you can slot Matt into that uh, that bullpen. He can give you multiple innings. He can go in and get a lefty. He can also, I mean, as a starter, he, he faced heavy right-handed lineups and uh, did well against them. Um, so you can put him in a situation like last night where you're trying to keep their left-handed bats on the bench when we put him in at the Barrero, Romine, India slot. It keeps those lefties on the bench, and uh, he did a really nice job of straining that runner on second and extras. So uh, he gives you some versatility. We have several guys like that, so we're set up nicely uh, to move this thing along. I am excited to see Jordan Montgomery this afternoon, and I'm excited because, uh, if you can call it that, he had a little bit of a hiccup in his last start, but knowing what I know and, and what I've heard from him, uh, that just means he's going to be sharper today. He's going to be a little stronger today. And I'm excited to see kind of that bounce back today against the Reds. 
Yeah, our guys have done a nice job of that. Um, they, they they get punched one day and they come back and um, and do a really nice job. If if we know anything about Monty up to this point, is he's a ultra competitor, loves being out there, and um, he's looking forward to this start. He got touched up, like you mentioned, and uh, he's looking forward to uh, to bouncing back. So today will be a, a really good day for that. Uh, do we have a lineup yet? I have not looked to see if there is a lineup, but can you give us a peek at that lineup or what you're thinking about that lineup this afternoon? Yeah, the one I'll give you, we do have a lineup. I'll just let you know that Albert is in that lineup. That's a, You know what? That's what probably people listening in want to know. So if you have not gotten tickets, it probably might be tough, but... Uh, we know that Albert Pujols is in that lineup today. Well, uh, Oliver Marble, I won't keep you any longer. We always appreciate the time, and I know there are so many things uh, that you are focusing on as you get set for a game this afternoon. Uh, the best to you and to the club as you look to win four out of five from the Reds here today at Bush. Joe, appreciate you. Thanks for the time. There you go. There's Oliver Marmel, the uh, Cards uh, skipper with us here on Sports on a Sunday morning. We've got uh, much more to do here from KMOX. And by the way, our manager's chat is sponsored by the Missouri Division of Tourism. There's a Mo for every MO. Find yours at visitmo.com. We're coming back to the Stiefel Sports Studio here at Bush Stadium. Joe Pot in for Tom Ackerman on Sports on a Sunday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning here on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Joe Pot back here at Bush Stadium. It's sports on a Sunday morning. I'm in for Tom Ackerman this week, and... We've got lots still to come here on Sports on a Sunday Morning. Of course, if you missed our chat with the uh, Cards manager, Oliver Marmel, you can use the Odyssey app and rewind right back to that. It was uh, just a little bit after 10.15 this morning, and we were glad to talk with the Cards skipper here as the uh, Cards get set to try to win this series from the Reds. Well, they've won this series from the Reds. They'll try to win four out of five uh, in this series from the Cincinnati Reds. Going to turn our attention to a little soccer. And, of course, you know, it's uh, February of 2023 is when the uh, MLS St. Louis City kicks off at Centene Stadium 
uh, for their first Major League Soccer season. Right now, though, MLS Next Pro is on the field. They're uh, St. Louis City 2. And they've got their final regular season game coming up later tonight at 6 o'clock. They'll be at Cordy Stadium on the SIUE campus. Now, of course, this game was supposed to be at Centene Stadium. They were going to do a soft opening. But other construction projects downtown have kind of uh, put the uh, kibosh on that, if you will. There was some electrical issue as well. Uh, And, in fact, we're going to go to the uh, gas line now. And we'll visit with the captain of uh, City 2. And that is, and I hope I'm saying this right, is it Josh, is it Yarrow? Did I say that correctly? Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, no, you said that right. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking some time here this morning. And I realize that it's a game day for you and your teammates. And uh, I'm excited to have you. And, of course, we're excited to have this game coming up tonight at 6 o'clock from Cordy Stadium. It'll be right here uh, on Campbell. Actually, you can listen to that beginning with the pregame at 545. And, Josh, just give me an idea. I actually was visiting with Lutz Fannenstiel, the sporting director, yesterday here at Bush Stadium. And he was kind of telling me that this uh, – that St. Louis City, too, has kind of exceeded expectations from the outside. But I don't think this is exceeding expectations from the inside as you get set to finish the regular season. And, of course, playoffs are to come for this team. Yeah, no, I mean, first and foremost, uh, thanks, thanks uh, to you guys for having me. Um, and, yeah, no, it, it's been a good season for us. Um, and, I, again, when you have a new team, it, it's hard to judge how the team is going to do. But I think... As an organization, as a team, uh, we've done really well this season. Uh, but as players, I mean, we know that there is more that we can do. And with our last game coming up tonight, and it's a big game for us. It's a game that's going to determine a lot for us and one that we are really excited and looking forward to. Josh Yarrow is one of the captains for St. Louis City 2. He is a native of Ghana, a defender for the St. Louis City 2 program. How have you found your time uh, with the St. Louis City organization and, quite honestly, in this region and, and, and in the St. Louis area as far as the soccer support has been? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, you look at the history of this city with, uh, with soccer and, and, and how well it's done with it. Um, and I knew that before coming in. But, you know, throughout our games, throughout the season, we've had huge support. And, you know, the fans here are great. Um, they've always been there for us. And, and I think, you know, even with City 2, and I'm really excited to see how things kick off next year coming with, with the Major League Soccer team. Um, but so far, you know, I can't thank the fans enough for all their support and for, for always being there for us and cheering us on and helping us achieve our goals. I imagine that you have probably had uh, more than a couple of uh, tours or walkthroughs of Centene Stadium. And, of course, last week we find out uh, about the uh, high-performance center that is going to bear the name Washington University and, and BJC. But give me an idea of kind of where this ranks. And you've been around the college game, but as well as uh, in the MLS a little bit and in the uh, MLS, too, and, and kind of some of the other facilities. Give me an idea where, this, uh, where the facilities rank here in St. Louis. Yeah, no, I mean, all, out of all the facilities that I've, I've, I've seen and been a part of, this is definitely the best. Um, I mean, you can see the details and the top process behind everything. You know, it, it's a lot of effort, a lot of time, a lot of money was put into it, and that shows. Um, for us as players, it provides us with a place to, to go in every day and to be able to train and perform at our, our best. And, 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 and hands down, uh, the best facility I've, I've encountered so far in my career. 
And how about the fact that you've got your game field, Centene Stadium, but then right across the street is the training grounds. How important is that, and maybe how unique is that? Uh, let fans know kind of how that works. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that for us that's great because you go to the same place for work every day. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you train, you train, and you know you see the stadium. That, that, that's added motivation, um, and I think it's great for even all the young guys that are coming up. You know training and seeing the stadium and, and thinking, you know, one day they can play there. Uh, it, it's a huge source of motivation for, for our academic case and for, you know, for everyone involved with the organization. But, again, pretty fortunate to be in this situation where we have some of the best facilities, uh, uh, you know, in, in, in the world of soccer, and, and we're really fortunate. Uh, and it's a great feeling as a player, you know, just, just, to, just to be able to go to work every day in a place like that. I imagine it's pretty exciting just to kind of watch the progress there in downtown West and kind of see everything come from the ground up, and you're, you're so close to it now. Josh Yarrow is with us. He's one of the captains for St. Louis City 2. They have their final regular season match tonight. It's a 6 o'clock kickoff at Cordy Stadium on the SIUE campus. If you can't be there, and we want you to be in the stands. If you can't, we want you to tune in here on Camo X, 545 with the pregame, 6 o'clock is the kickoff. And, Josh, uh, what do you kind of look forward to? What's the team looking forward to going into this first uh, postseason run as well? Yeah, I mean, I think the team is excited. Um, obviously, we have a huge pack today, uh, finishing uh, out the regular season, getting a win um, and getting a higher seed so we can host playoff games. So we're also really excited about the postseason, um, especially making that in our first, uh, first season. Um, so, yeah, we're really excited about that. We're really looking forward to that. But we're taking it day by day. Uh, and it starts with tonight. But then after that, we look, we look forward to what the future holds and um, the postseason and, and how we can keep going and hopefully bring a championship to the city. And I know that, obviously, the idea, the philosophy of uh, MLS Next Pro is the development, the progress, and working towards uh, that MLS, but it sure is nice to to do it while you're winning, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I know. It's always fun when, when you're winning. Um, I think it kind of shows you that your hard work is, is paying off, uh, and I think this is a team that it's really hard working, has put in the work. You know, all the guys have done really well so far this season, and so it's good to see us, to see us doing well. Um, but again, as a team, we know that there's, there's another level that we can reach. Josh Yarrow, I appreciate you taking some time on a game day. Again, that final regular season game. Uh, they've got Sporting KC 2. That's this uh, tonight, 6 o'clock kickoff at SIUE's Cordy Stadium. Josh, thanks so much time. Thanks so much for spending a little time with us here on your Sunday morning. Best of luck to you. Best of luck to City 2 tonight in your final regular season game. Thank you very much for having me on, guys. And uh, we look forward to seeing a lot of the fans there tonight as we close out our regular season. Absolutely. That is uh, Josh Yarrow, one of the defenders for MLS uh, Next Pro St. Louis City 2. They finish out their regular season tonight. Again, you can be there at Cordy Stadium. 6 o'clock is the kickoff. Otherwise, we'll have it right here on Camo X. Uh, 5.45 with our pregame, 6 o'clock with the kickoff, and uh, Nate Gatter is going to call that, St. Louis native. We're going to visit with Nate.
coming up in the 11 o'clock hour, and we'll talk to him about how the broadcast is going to go, about uh, what he expects tonight from St. Louis City 2, and, of course, uh, everybody. We want everybody to either get out there to Cordy Stadium or to uh, keep it here on X for that one as well. We'll take uh, another break. We'll come back here and uh, up next here on Sports on a Sunday Morning. We're going to visit with the athletic director at St. Louis University. That is Chris May. I am Joe Pott. We're in the Stiefel Sports Studio here at Bush Stadium. We're coming back for more Sports on a Sunday Morning here on X. It's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Joe Pod back with you. It's sports on a Sunday morning. In for Tom Ackerman this week from Bush Stadium, where the Cards are going to uh, face off against the Cincinnati Reds. Coming up here, a first pitch at one fifteen this afternoon. We shift topics again. I am pleased to be joined by the athletic director at St. Louis University. He is Chris May, and it is homecoming week coming up here on the Midtown campus. And uh, Chris, thanks for taking some time. Here on a Sunday morning, I know homecoming week is always a, a special week, not only for uh, for the campus, but certainly for athletics. No question, Joe. Uh, it, there's, a, there's a lot going on on campus for homecoming from, you know, you've got years and years of alumni coming back uh, to really celebrate their time at SLU. And we've got uh, a big weekend of athletics to, to really uh, highlight what we've got going, you know, led by our soccer teams, you know, this time of year. What do you think about, in addition to uh, Cardinal baseball, you think about soccer in our town. And we're thrilled with uh, our women are number 12 in the country, Katie Shields, and uh, the women are 12th. They, uh, they've they got a big match on Thursday night against Loyola Chicago, who's a new team into our league, and Loyola plays really good soccer as well. So we kick it off with uh, Loyola. We've got uh, – We've got a big field hockey match on Friday, and then uh, our men's soccer team plays VCU for the big homecoming event Saturday night where there'll be fireworks at halftime and what have you. So it's an exciting time for sure uh, on campus this week, and uh, we invite everybody to come participate. Boy, I'll tell you, uh, LaSalle coming into the Atlantic 10, there's nothing uh, like adding yet another St. Louis-Chicago rivalry, right? Uh, no question. They've uh, they've done a really nice job, highlighted by the basketball teams. But uh, people that really follow it, they've got some good soccer teams, and uh, are we're we're putting a lot of effort into really making sure we've got a great crowd both Thursday night for the women against Loyola, and then Saturday night for the men against BCU. Two uh, two great matches. Uh, crowds will uh, will be large, and they'll see some great teams out there playing. Well, I've had a chance to see uh, both the men's and women's team uh, play this year. And, and as you mentioned, uh, the women, number 12 ranked, they're now 8-1. and one. They've won six straight as they get set to take on Loyola. Uh, I feel like maybe the men kind of just hitting the stride uh, after winning at SIUE uh, earlier in the week. They win last night against LaSalle, so they've won a couple in a row. So it's really a good time just as conference play gets started to have both the teams moving in the right direction, isn't it? Well, it really is. The women, uh, they've got one loss. They only lost to Notre Dame, who was a top-ten team. And what's exciting about both these teams is both the coaches, uh, Katie Shields and Kevin Kalish, are really building it from the inside out. Uh, 
and our, and our vision is to be a nationally elite program, basketball-centric, which means you just don't play football, and it starts in the fall. And so with our women being number 12, it's built on local kids competing at the highest level with the end goal for both teams is to win a national championship. And when you look at the women's team, you've got Bree Halverson, um, a, a kid from out in the middle of the state of Missouri, but then you've got Hannah Frederick from Hazelwood West. You've got Hannah Larson from Como. You've got Emily Purcelli, who's as good a goalkeeper as there is in the country. Unreal. Played at St. Played at St. Joseph's Academy. You go on down the line. Abby Miller, Francis Howell kid. Emily Gorica, Incarnate Word. You look, you look at that team, uh, and it's built with St. Louis kids really bringing St. Louis women's soccer to prominent space in the country. And so that's, that's what really fires me up is you've got a team getting built from the inside out. You, you mentioned Emily. If anybody wants to see an unbelievable goalkeeper, they need to come watch this young woman because she is just very, very gifted and talented. And then on the men's side, you're led by Johnny Klein, uh, who comes from a long uh, heritage. His grandpa played at SLU. His father played at SLU. Johnny's leading us right now. He uh, led the country in assists last year. He uh, He's a very, very gifted player. He had two goals last night against LaSalle. He's leading this, this group with with another strong group of local kids from Brogan Townsend, who's a Biani kid, Jack Micah played at Chaminade. You go on down the line. Both programs really have a core of local flair on their teams, and, and they both got uh, – the men have huge opportunity now. They, they played the toughest non-conference schedule in the country. We still have Marquette yet to come in here. Uh, we got beat by two top ten teams. And now they're really starting to play. So they play VCU Saturday night, then they get Marquette, then they get Loyola in here in the next 10 days. So there's a lot of soccer being played at Herman Stadium, and we're really thrilled with the position that both teams are in. Chris May, the athletic director at St. Louis University, is with us here on Sports on a Sunday Morning. I have to tell you, I saw John Klein in person for the first time the other night, earlier this week, and I had to do a double take. He looks exactly like his dad, and I'm old enough to have seen his dad play and watch his dad play pro as well, and it's like looking, uh, just you're looking back, right, at the same John Klein. It was, it was uncanny. Well, I'm blessed to know all three of the John Kleins, but I got to tell you, they are, that is an unbelievably great family. And he came back, he's working on his masters to really help lead this team. And he's someday when he's done playing, he's going to be an unbelievable coach like his father is because he understands the game so well. And he's really helping lead the young guys. And, and he's so gifted in seeing the field and distributing the ball. He's scoring some right now, but he is a brilliant distributor. And really, really fun to watch. And yeah, if you had uh, you put he up next to his dad, his dad might have him by by uh, one or maybe two pounds max. But uh, they uh, they are uh, really a great family. We couldn't be more proud to have John as as one of our true leaders on this team. And really, the legacy it, it tells the story of the legacy of our program, right? I mean, it's we've got the history of the championships and. You've seen uh, the new Legacy Center built at the stadium that was really built through alumni rallying around our young people. But the neat part about the Legacy Center that people will be able to see at homecoming is we're going to put up the name of every person who's ever played at St. Louis University on the walls. And the whole message is that this program is built based on the history and the tradition, which cannot be beat anywhere in the country. And so uh, John is just a great example of what our program's all about. 
Well, you led me right into uh, kind of what I wanted to get into next, and, and you mentioned the uh, the Soccer Legacy Center, which is, if fans uh, haven't seen it yet, it's located uh, just, uh, I believe that's the south end zone, right, of Herman Stadium, mm-hmm. right yep. there yep. behind the goal. And, and, you know, what a great opportunity and, and, and a, another great facility to add to campus and really to add to what the student-athlete experience is there at St. Louis University as well, right? It for sure is. Well, we, we sat down with uh, uh, Coach Katie and Kevin and said, okay, what's the next step? Where do we need? Where do we have to be? And, and our, uh, our, our locker room facilities were limited at best. So uh, our, uh, our community rallied around and, and made it happen, and it's, it's as good as there is in the country. And so uh, it's just another way for us to serve our students, and that's what we're trying to do all the time as we move our programs forward. And sticking with facilities, of course, construction continues on the O'Loughlin Family Champion Center, which was announced, uh, I guess, at the beginning of this calendar year. Yeah, we uh, we broke ground uh, in the spring um, on the O'Loughlin Family Champion Center. It is uh, it is going up fast. It's uh, it's it's going to be it's going to put our our program in a uh, in a real elite position to serve all 408 student athletes that we serve every day. They'll be in that facility from 6 a.m. to 11 o'clock at night, in addition to all the other students uh, that are part of our program that will participate and use the facility. But it will allow our students to both um, pursue their academic, their career dreams uh, with nutrition support, with sports psychology support. With, we've got a great program with our uh, spiritual uh, development program with our Jesuit scholastics. It'll serve our students like we've never been able to before, and uh, we're really excited and thrilled with the community and how they've supported making that happen. And, of course, uh, Chris May, as we get into the fall and it turns a little cooler, we cannot help but think about basketball getting ready to get started as well. We know Travis Ford is building a heck of a program and and a heck of a season this year to come for the Billikens. Of course, fans can hear it here on KMOX, but you've got a brand-new women's head coach as well, and it's an exciting time as we get set to get into basketball. Joe, uh, not that anybody's counting, but it's 50 days from today. 50 days (laughs) from today, we're going to I didn't even have that number. It's 50. 50 today. That's perfect. uh, On November 7th. We've got Murray State coming in here on the men's side. Travis has built in, Travis and his staff have built an unbelievable team. Again, cornerstone of local guys. Yuri Collins led the country in assists last year. You got Spante Perkins back and healthy. He is lighting it up in practice right now. Gibson Jimerson might be the best shooter in the country uh, when people see the development that he's had. You got TJ from TJ Argrove from East Saint, and then you've got you got three local freshmen that. They are going to be the cornerstone of this program in years to come, and Kellen Thames, uh, Larry Hughes, and Nick Kramer. And so Travis has got a, a really great team. People are talking about the non-conference schedule being one of the top 20 schedules in the country uh, for non-conference scheduling. Uh, we obviously open with Murray State on the 15th. We've got Memphis coming in here with Penny Hardaway and company. Um, we go play an elite uh, um, exempt tournament out east, and then in the conference, you've got Dayton, VCU, and Loyola all at home. We've got a bunch of national TV games. So it is going to be uh, as exciting of winter as we've had in Shapitz Arena, and we welcome everybody. There's great tickets in the lower bowl. You can still buy for unseason un- tickets, so slewbillicans.com. People can go on and get their season tickets. But 50 days from today, and then 50 days from today, the women open on the road against Baylor 
Um, Rebecca Tillett, our new head coach, really came in and uh, made a commitment to playing a high-level non-conference schedule to position our program going into the Atlantic 10. She's got Brooke Flowers, the defending uh, defensive player of the year, coming in in addition to uh, some other really talented uh, student-athletes who transferred in here. And so Rebecca, Rebecca's uh, instilling a, a great uh, culture quickly with our women. Um, we've been pretty good, and now we think we've got a chance to really compete for A-10 championships and, and go to the NCAA tournament. But, uh, again, 50 days with the women also. So there's major uh, excitement when you walk into Shape It's Arena in our facilities right now. I mean, even today, our baseball team, uh, Coach Hendrickson, who's done such a great job with our baseball program, they're playing fall ball today, softball played yesterday. So uh, there's a lot going on with uh, 408 student-athletes who are at SLU here to get a great education, compete, and help us build this community into something special. Fall is certainly that time of year on a uh, college campus. Chris May, I appreciate you spending some time with us here uh, on a Sunday morning. I wish you the best today and wish you the best for a great homecoming week. Hey, Joe, we appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you and everybody coming out to Herman next week, this coming week. It's going to be awesome. Chris May, the athletic director at St. Louis University, joining us here on Sports on a Sunday Morning. We've got uh, more to do. Of course, we're going to get to the news at the uh, top of the hour. Coming up next hour, again, we're going to visit with Nate Gatter, who will call that game tonight for St. Louis City 2. That's happening over at SIUE. We'll have our uh, weekly chat with John Mozalak as well. We've got some uh, racing news to get to uh, towards the end of the program, end of that uh, next hour. And we're also going to take a look back uh, at the Ascension Charity Classic. Such a success uh, at Norwood Hills uh, just last weekend. And, of course, uh, Tom Ackerman, a big part of that. So Tom has a visit coming up with Nick Ragone as well. So we will get to that uh, as we get into the 11 o'clock hour. And, of course, we'll continue to talk about the Cardinals as they have the Cincinnati Reds coming up here at 1.15 this afternoon. That is the finale, not only of this series, it's the finale of the homestand. And then the cards are gone for a while. They'll take on the Padres and the Dodgers out on the West Coast. Man, can we uh, can we hope that Albert Pujols has a couple in him today? Maybe he's at six ninety eight as he gets set. Oliver Marmel did reveal he is in the lineup today, so that is something to look forward to as well here at Bush Stadium. It's sports on a Sunday morning. I'm Joe Pot filling in for Tom Ackerman this week. We're coming back right after the news right here on KMOX. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 